Hello boys and ghouls, welcome to the future. You've discovered the Cabin Fever podcast and we are taking off in three, two, fun. <laughs> God, I hate that. At this point, I will inform you that this is our fourth or fifth take. We've had a little intermission, drinking some wine from a mug and... Yeah. Good to go. Just to uh, tell you guys a little bit about us because we have felt so much pressure to describe ourselves. It really is. It's just not the same as LinkedIn, where you're just like young professional working in the city. But describing people as majestic as us. <laughs> not just so easy, even for an author like myself. Impossible. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Bilingual. <laughs> so we've just done some dot points. One, we both have ADHD. It's going to become increasingly apparent mm-hmm. f- throughout the episodes. Forevermore. Yeah. Yeah. The ADHD does make us talk pretty quickly, so if you want to slow us on down, that's fine. We will not be adjusting ourselves for society. (laughs) (laughs) We won't fit into your mold. (laughs) No. We both have in common brown hair. Yep, a defining factor. Although mine is naturally straight and I try and make it curly. And Maddie, what do you do? The exact opposite. Isn't that wild? We are so kooky. (laughs) Uh, Third point, we've moved a lot. Which is why Maddie's accent is a little little kooky. Yes, you may be wondering, is she Scottish? Is she from South Africa? (laughs) These are genuine guesses I have had in the past. No, I'm Australian. My family's Australian. I've lived in Australia for the majority of my life. But American accents stick to ya. A little bit of background on us. We Lived together previously mm-hmm. for three and a half years. During that time, it felt like time, five. It felt like it absolutely felt like five years. Yeah. Uh, given the amount of trauma we managed to pack into those <laughs> years, we lived in Melbourne, London, and Reading, which we'll get into. That was a weird, yeah, weird so choice, weird we're time. International roomies, we sure are. Mm-hmm. And we existed for the majority of that three and a half year period in a state of perpetual cabin fever, mm-hmm. which is why you find yourself here today. Yeah, we recorded the pilot episode of this in 2017. We sure did. And then Maddie had to have a breakdown for a little bit, but now we're back on track. I'd say the main reason was the fact that we both ended up moving in with our respective balls and chains. Yeah, Uh, but they ruined it, didn't they? They really did. Nothing zaps the magic out of life like a happy, nurturing, long-term functional relationship. Especially because a lot of our scheming was based around people that we wanted to date. My entire life was, was boys, and now I've got one. And it's like, well, now what? I remember when you messaged me the other day where you're like, it's so weird how, like, I've just captured one now. Like, he just lives with me and he does won. what I want. It's like, you know, that trope in fiction where the the hero, the valiant, <laughs> beautiful, talented, hilarious hero. Which we all know you see yourself as. Works so, <laughs> I don't know what would give you that impression. Uh, works so hard towards the goal and then they capture it. And I'm not saying that I'm not satisfied with my loving long-term relationship. But it's like, now what? But I didn't, I didn't consider what I'd lose. You know, <laughs> and it's not so much the thrill of the chase, and it's that not I even lost. like Maddie had like some wild single life either. No. It was jumping from who's my next person I'll fall in love with and marry. Like that's been your pursuit. Absolutely, it was just me kind of like, what's that? Is it oscillating? What fans do? Yes, <laughs> doing that between like the same two guys. Yeah, forever. Both of whom you'll hear about later on. Woo. How exciting for us all yeah. and for them. Great. Um, <laughs> anyway, we lived together for a while. We both have a collective state of cabin fever, which we're really proud that we can induce it at any given point in time. That's right. We have had to wine up and, and make a... <laughs> Just two wine girls. Make a bespoke uh, Spotify playlist. Yes, which is honestly full of buffs. You know what? On the topic of wine, mm-hmm. we have got our first segment... <gasps> Oh, win. damn, that's a segue. Thanks. Um, wine and win. So essentially the layout of this podcast is going to be, we're going to talk about our wine and our win for the week. Just to start us off with some kind of structure, because given the aforementioned ADHD and our general dynamic, yeah. the rest of it is going to be an absolute fucking We're just mess. like so quirky. And then we're going to dive into the topic of the week, which is international breakups. Just as juicy as it sounds, maybe even more so. Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of stressing about, like, two, okay, two of my exes have watch the Instagram stories of the Cabin Fever podcast. That's their own choice. I know, but then they could hear this. <laughs> That's fine. If you've been following our Instagram, which is at Hey Cabin Fever, we've just been making memes from real texts from our ex. That's right. And Can you guess that both of us are self-employed as social media maven? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little bit nervous about them watching, but also honestly not because you all broke my heart. That's the thing. <laughs> I feel because I'm like, mm, first of all, we're not going to be mean. We're just going to be honest. Second of all, <laughs> not a single one of these breakups was my choice. So yeah. And the ones that were my choice are being left out out of kindness. So you're welcome. We're both just 
really generous, charitable, beautiful, talented, intelligent, verbose. Are such good people. Yeah. Like at our core, you, highly successful both of us. Right now, we both look incredible. If you could see us, honestly, you'd be like, "Wow, too hot," and we'd be like, "No, it's okay. You are welcome to bask in this beauty." That's right. Um, successful, beautiful, clearly very hilarious, humble, and well organized. Well organized. <laughs> Although the magic of this podcast mm-hmm. comes from. The authentic back and forth that we, <laughs> the authentic back and forth in which we engage, mm-hmm. uh, in order for it to be even vaguely listenable, we do need some structure. Yeah. So we have come up with a absolutely delightful list of segments. Yes. The first of which will come at the start of every episode. It's very simple. It is called Win and Wine. Yes. Wine with an H. Maybe it's something that makes you want to grab a glass of wine. Am I right? Moms. <laughs> One for the mum audience out there. If you're my mom, turn this off right now. If you're my mom, hi. <laughs> what is your win for the week, Maddie? My win for the week. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with one to let the people know how much of a serious, successful entrepreneur I am. <laughs> Had a good week in business. R- wrapped up with a client. I got yeah. paid and did an enormous Kiki K order. So that's my win of the week. What's Love yours? Love that. My win of the week is that all of my blue hair dye stuff has arrived. Nice. I am really excited. I just feel that this is the exact time in my life that I need to be bleaching and dyeing my hair again. But this time, we're going blue. So it's not the same as, you know, in past, in my early 20s, where I had red hair or purple hair or green hair. But now I've got the bleach. I've even bought toner this time because I'm an adult. Fantastic. <laughs> and I don't end up with muddy green hair. Isn't that great? And what's your wine? My wine uh-huh. is the societal convention mm-hmm. of day and night. <laughs> this is something that I have a real problem with. I yes. do acknowledge absolutely that the sun goes down, the sun comes up. I'm glad you acknowledge that. But what does that need the... to mean something? Okay. Why should I? Yes. Wake with the sun. Yeah. Sleep when the moon, who is the best one, comes <laughs> out. I don't like it. That's honestly very fair. And as someone, like, I used to have actual sleep issues. And so I was hella nocturnal. So me then was even more on board. And then as an adult, I've just been like, I'm more productive when it's evening. I feel better. Literally, we were meant to record this podcast at 2 p.m. It is now 11 p.m. And we're finally vibing it. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, (laughs) the ADHD really explains a lot on the sleep front. Yes. (laughs) As with everything about me, apparently, it's ADHD. We'll do a whole episode on the ADHD yeah. It turns we out we don't, don't actually have personalities. It's just ADHD. Isn't that fun? Apparently, there is a genetic difference between morning people and like night owls. No, there is. So yeah. when yeah. I'm battling to get the hell up in the AM. Yeah. There's people who just like wake up at a chill. It's against my genetic code. My wine for the week mm-hmm. is, I don't think we ever talk about this enough. Mm-hmm. It is so weird when twins... Full stop. No kidding. Um, (laughs) When twins who have joint Instagram accounts, fine, no problem, do lingerie shoots together. Yeah. It is the weirdest thing. And I was trying to think of if it would be problematic for me to say, but I'm like, no, it's weird. Feel yourself. Take photos in lingerie. Not a problem at all. When it's twins doing it together and they're doing like sexual poses together and wearing like lacy lingerie together and you are siblings I'm sorry, it's just really weird, and I can't get on board with it, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking it for a long time, and it's just time I finally speak It is truth. a fine line, because it's like, laundry shoots in general, live your fucking life. For sure. But would you pose like that with, like, your brother? Just a, a legal disclaimer, you legally cannot cancel us for anything said on this podcast. That is a real and true fact. I recently truly realized that triplets can be adults, because mm. I feel like if someone said... Oh, there are triplets. I'd be I'd be imagining babies. Yeah. Babies or toddlers. Un, even under 10. Mm. Three seven-year-old is like, you're crazy. But it's, you know, it's fine. But then there's a thirst trap TikTok account run by three triplets. And they all do like weird grindy things. But they're triplets and they're shirtless. And I don't know what to... And also before lot. you think that we're being tools of patriarchal bullshit, these triplets are males. They so are. They are men. Before we start, I have a surprise for you. Oh, no. So... Do I know about this surprise? No, you don't. Oh, it's a a real surprise. It sure is. So, we have many beautiful segments planned for you guys over the coming mm, lifetime. (laughs) One of which we're going to address now. I'm so excited. I really love surprises. Okay. We have so much wisdom Mm -hmm. to share. However, 
Normal Agony Aunt segments and Q&As are boring as hell. So we were thinking, what is timeless? Poetry. <laughs> so we came up with three different ways to help you guys through the majestic medium of poetry. <laughs> Two of these will be revealed to you in the coming weeks. But right now, I have prepared the first. Our first genre of advice poem is a help you haiku. Oh, yes. It is the most simple. And it's one that, you know, you have a little problem. We give you concise advice in the form of a single haiku. This is one that I wrote for myself about an hour ago. Oh, right. love this. This is darling. I'm so really touched. Is, is it the wine? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's also just a mother's pride for her. It truly is. Guy. <laughs> just by the way, we will be referring to me as Fiona's son. She's she my, is my son. momager. Mm -hmm. Just get that out That's of the way. That's the dynamic. Okay, tell me your poem. Okay. <laughs> this is a poem from me to me uh -huh. about how I was just so stressed that the absolute majestic, incredible qualities that I possess would not come across on this podcast. Yes. <clears throat> Inspiration strikes when the ego is banished. Drink wine from a mug. Beautiful. Thank you. That is our first ever help you haiku. I love that. Today, we thought that we would kick things off with a topic that really introduces who we are and what we're about. Something we know almost all there is to know about. Truly. <laughs> and that showcases our USP. Being Usp. the fact that we are more than happy to reveal far more personal details than we should be. I'm nervous now, right? Because we were making some memes from texts from our exes yeah. on the Instagram. Which, and can I just say, you're all so welcome. I hope you appreciate that because I'm a really delicate little flower. So going through texts from my exes... We'll see... Killed me on the inside, but I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Well, this is why I'm now feeling fragile because I did go through the messages from my first love which was a mistake because now i'm like wow we shared something didn't we is that your reaction to those messages it should i read you the bad ones there was a lot of bad ones <laughs> but some of them i'm like wow they really opened up to me and that was a mistake let's move on yeah let's just do it <laughs> international breakups international breakups that's right sorry guys if um i don't want to I don't know. I don't want to like make them feel threatened by my talent, Maddie. Fiona's vocals are second to none. Get used to it now. <laughs> we will be talking about three exes each. Yes. These exes must be part of an international breakup. And we have defined that by saying it is a relationship and or breakup that involved an ocean. However, in parentheses, we have stated that land breakups are allowed for EU countries with no touching borders. Yes. So you can have an international breakup, but not between like Austria and Germany no. or Italy and Switzerland. No. You cannot have a land border. Absolutely not. If you're curious as to how our current partners feel about us making our inaugural podcast episode <laughs> about our exes, I have acquired the following statement from Will. Oh, God. Will's statement, and this is to you, audience. Stay safe, be happy, get your freak on. <laughs> I then specified to him that this was a statement specifically about the exes, which he, I think that was just a general message to you guys first. <laughs> and he said, oh, uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So I showed Riley some of our memes and she said, I don't think I'm the target audience, which is her way of saying... I think you and Maddie are being a bit mean and I'm a very nice person, so I won't comment on it. But we're not being mean because the really mean one, I got permission from that ex to post it. And we've changed their names. <laughs> In preparation for this episode, we have written a list of chronologically our three most prominent international breakups. Mm -hmm. uh, we've given them pseudonyms. Yep. I am going to have to change this last one here because it's just not going to work for me. Uh, You're not going to use Lionel? <laughs> In my head, it's, he's a Steve. He's not a Steve. No one deserves to say Steve is the absolute worst name. Every Steve is the worst person. No offense to any Steves. Okay, so we've already lost the twins and the triplets and anyone named Steve <laughs> on this podcast. Realistically, those are demographics we would have lost anyway. Within the first three episodes, we would lose That's... multiples and Steves. That's <laughs> Multiples. Okay, we've changed all their names because we're fantastic, kind, generous, really beautiful, sexy people. <laughs> to rank the rank slash rate these breakups, we have five categories. One, the relationship. We'll be ranking all these out of ten. Two, 
Surprise factor! This is an important one. Surprise! Like, how, um, how little did we see this international breakup coming? <laughs> Three, the breakup event. So basically the day slash moment that it happened and maybe the two days following yeah. it. Then the aftermath and the win, loss or neutral, who won the breakup? Uh, Maddie would like a debatable timeline on this because I said one year is a pretty good solid marker. And I want six months. Because she doesn't win the breakup every time at 12 months, but she does at six months. That's right. <laughs> For the first episode of season duh, we should mm. contact these exes, get them to do the rankings. That would be really great. Yeah. Also, we'll tell you at the end who we think is most likely to be listening right now. That's right. So, so if you are listening, you think you might be mentioned. Sit tight, sweetie pie. <laughs> Set the scene, it's 2011, and this was like my first relationship. It was my first love. I, I'm jumping straight to the breakup, but I remember during the breakup when I listened to Adele, I listened to Adele's music and I was so fucked up over the fact that someone could feel this and have survived. Like the fact that Adele was okay and she was writing mm. music and also the fact that someone else could feel this intense pain that I'm feeling mm -hmm. was next level. But that's the, that's the breakup. I'm sorry. When you're going through your first real heartbreak, mm -hmm. and I don't mean like when you thought you were in love with someone and like you broke up. In high sad. school and stuff, yeah. Your first like to this day, you're like, that was the one. The extremity of the suffering is such that you're like, surely no one has felt this before. Yeah. Or how is it not everyone, all we talk about. Yeah. But then you realize you listen to songs, you read books, you watch movies. It is all we talk about. So uh, we had a long distance relationship, Germany to London, mm -hmm. Michael and I. We actually met through YouTube. Yeah. It started like pretty chill. We just talk over Skype because before Zoom was a thing, <laughs> we had Skype. It lasted about nine months. Okay. And it was easily the like most in love I had ever been at that point in yeah. time. And I couldn't imagine loving someone so much. We talked about our future a lot. He was going to come to Australia and then I was going to go back to like London. And there was yeah. like, all these future plans. And the thing is, when you feel something that intensely, you are like, there is no way in hell I can feel this and have it not be literally the rest of my life. This, There's no way this could end. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense in the world. And like, yeah, I just, I could not imagine it ending. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Spoiler, it did. So I would honestly rank the relationship itself mm -hmm. as a 10. Okay. There was nothing wrong in the relationship. You'll see, break up an aftermath, a little different. That relationship was fantastic. It would never have lasted forever. Yeah. Like, but for what it was, when it was. For what it was, okay. when it was. All right. It was a 10. It was a fantastic relationship. He was a really great guy in the relationship. Um, breakup. Okay. <laughs> the surprise element, as you can tell, I thought it would last forever. <laughs> we be together forever. We get married. We have a life very different to the one that I have now and I'm glad it didn't happen. But at um, the time. But at the time. <laughs> Surprise factor. I would say, I'll, I will give it a nine. It's not a 10 because we weren't actually engaged or anything. Mm, I'd say it's not a 10 because it had been discussed before. Oh, no. Okay. So how the breakup happened. I yeah, think this is an important element. Context, yeah. I can I can set the scene. Mm -hmm. I've written some really bad poetry about it. Great. Um, At some point, we will dig out various arts we've created. Oh, about will we? Well, you just committed to that. I'm happy to do it. I post mine on the internet. So <laughs> I don't for very good reason. Well, it could just um, be a, a Maddie-centric episode. Would you love that? Oh, God. There we go. The way that the breakup happened, and this is why you'll understand why the surprise was both a nine and a four at the same time. Yeah is I came to visit him in London right after uh, my best friend Liam and I. What's good, Liam? If you're listening, you fucking, fucking better, better be. be. <laughs> we had just finished traveling around Europe for about two and a half months, and I was in London. Liam had just gone up to Scotland to visit some of our friends there, and I was going to be following him in a couple of days. And I'm sitting on Michael's bedroom floor, and he he's sitting behind me, and I can't even remember exactly how the conversation came to this, but he was talking about like the future and stuff. And I was like, what does happen when I leave? Because I was going to be flying back to Australia in about a month. We had discussed our future. And even when we hadn't discussed certain parts of our future, like exactly how we're going to get married and stuff like that. It's like, I was so in love. It was there. It was clear. It was crystal clear. There was nothing happening to indicate to you that there was a, an, an expiring date. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I just said, like, I'm sitting on his floor and he's sitting behind me playing with my hair. And I was like, what does happen when I go back? And there's just silence and he stops playing with my hair. And he's like, I mean, I think we'd have to break up. 
And I was just in so much shock because I was like, that's, that's not at all what I saw coming. That is not, I thought you were going to be like, well, yeah, like now we're going to discuss the logistics of us being long distance. Spoiler alert. That's rarely where that question Yeah. Goes. That part was a nine because I, I was just yeah. floored. I could yeah. not imagine that that was happening. Two days after I got on a bus and had to go up to Scotland and then I'm finishing my travels with my best friend and I'm trying to enjoy my travels while just wishing I could be with him. It was I was so embarrassed because I just cried so much that first day that I was away that like the pillow had so much mascara on it and it was like <laughs> Liam's friend and I was like this is so embarrassing. I had to like wash it in the fucking sink. <laughs> like it was just so much. And then the weeks that followed, so it was about 3 weeks before I actually flew back to Australia and so we were like still dating but knowing that we were going to break up and it was so weird because there were days where everything was good and I was like I'm just enjoying the moment I'm glad I have this right now and then the next day I'd just be crying all day because I was like I'm gonna lose this like we'd be lying in bed and he'd be asleep and I'd just be watching him and I'm like this is not gonna happen forever Mm. this is gonna end and that was like so heartbreaking I don't like think he did a bad thing for the way he did it like that's what was best for the situation but like it was just so hard to go through because I was like I just like he'd do a little thing and I'd be like oh that that could be the last time I see you do that ever I was very aware of everything being the last one which a lot of people don't get in the breakup is it better or is it worse that's what I mean it was his own kind of torture because we were doing these little things and I'm like this is the last time as he's walking me to the bus stop as we're about to go get go to the airport so I can get on the plane I'm like this is the last time I'm leaving this house Mm -hmm. this is the last time we'll be getting on the bus with him this is the last time and it was all these things and so the surprise element at the very end was a four because I was just like well this is what's happened and surprisingly when I walked through the gates like right before it I've still got the receipt from our last meal what's good Michael as that meal was happening I was just trying to act cool Mm. but then when I walked through the gates I was weirdly fine. Mm. Um, a reason for the lead on might be that I was weirdly fine because I had the uh, journal that he had written me every single day that we were apart uh. to read. And I was like, you know what? This is good. This is closure. This is fine. The breakup itself. The event of the breakup. God, I don't even know how to... I think I would honestly, because of the unique kind of pain it was mm-hmm. of like knowing everything was the last yeah. and having to cling on to that, I would give that an 8.8. The aftermath <laughs> slash fallout, where it's a 1 to 10, and 10 is an absolute shit show. This one, I'm not going to go into details, because I would feel so bad for him and other people in his life. <laughs> 10. It's a 10. It's such a, it's 10. a 10. And let me just tell you, this 10 was accrued over... Years. Years and years and years. So. But it's been almost a decade since we broke up. I mean, it's like been like eight and a half years, but still, like, that, it's closer to a decade than a year kind of thing. No shit. Yeah. This didn't um, happen in 20, 2019. <laughs> Imagine. And then win, loss, neutral, timeline debatable. Firm win. Yeah. Let's be real. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> okay. And do we think they're listening to this podcast? I'm unsure. I'd say yes. I'd say yes. <laughs> I don't know if he's listening right now when it comes out. But at some point, especially given the title as International Breakups, he will listen, he will sit through it, he may message you, he probably won't. I hope he does. Do I? Shall we wrap up with a little message in case the ex is listening? In case you're listening, hi, I hope you're glad that I gave you a 10 for the relationship. Amazing boyfriend, awful ex. Yep. <laughs> I've said it to your face and now I'm saying it on a very public platform in the podcast and I feel nervous saying this now, but I hope you're well, you seem well. What's good? Great. That's it. All right, Maddie, tell us about your first international breakup. My first international breakup was, likewise, my first love. I have never in my life had a relationship where I lived in the same hemisphere as the other person, but not the same house. I would buy that it's a curse. (laughs) Like straight up. Or a blessing, because now we get to talk about it on this podcast. That's true. A blessing for all involved. Truly. Uh, I'm the blessing for them. The story is the blessing for me Mm -hmm. and for the fans. This relationship was fucking great. I literally don't have a single bad thing to say about him. The relationship was complicated because we were... An international relationship. And teenagers. So we started dating when I was 19. We broke up just after I turned 21. And it was so intense because of who we both are as people. Yeah. We're both like very creative, 
have a lot of just emotional energy. Energy. We both have like a lot of intensity to put into a relationship. Yeah. But at the same time, both parties, more so him, <laughs> had baggage that made it complicated. The first year, pretty much, mm-hmm. was like solid, great, like best friends, perfect. Yeah. Then, out of literally nowhere, <laughs> and even in hindsight, this is out of nowhere. Yeah. About a year after we started dating, over Skype, just after I had flown back to Australia from London. We had like a dumb argument about something because like, if you're in a relationship with me, we're going to have those all the time. And he was like, why don't we just break up then? And I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) When you're in a relationship where breaking up is not even on the table. Yeah. Breaking up is not even on the table. Yeah. So when they then hang up the Skype call, turn their phone off and won't communicate with you for 24 hours, you're probably going to start scream crying, sweetie. (laughs) So that's what I did. (laughs) We had been through a lot yeah. in that year. I'm not going to go into any of it, but like we had been through so much. So when he broke up with me out of nowhere, that was the, I think the single biggest shock I've ever had in my life. And it has had a lasting impact on the way that I operate as a person to this day. In my head, breakups are a thing that happen as a terrible surprise. Yeah. Like out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, I can't contextualize the idea that a breakup would come from like ongoing problems or a series of discussions in my head it's just a terrible surprise one day (laughs) and this isn't even the actual breakup this is the one random day i just like i think incessantly called him till he finally talked to me yeah and he was like okay fine we'll get back together because i was like what the fuck happened (laughs) so we got back together in the time it took for us to get back together he'd already mailed a letter to my house a breakup letter Oh my hand. god, I forgot about this I've part. still got it. I opened it the other day and immediately started again. I was like, I'll throw up if I read this. Hey, Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he'd already mailed the breakup letter to my house. And after that initial one day breakup, there is nothing you can do that will reverse that sort of thing in a relationship. Because that trust is broken from that point. Yeah. You are always on edge. And the dynamic was that I then needed to be constantly working to make sure he was okay in the yeah. relationship. And my absolute... Like anything that breakdown you, yeah. as a result of that one day breakup was never addressed. Yeah. So we got back together. And also you, you're not in a space where you feel you can express like what you need in the relationship or anything. Cause yeah. it's like, make sure he's good. Mm-hmm. Go forward. Because that. from that point I was literally just constantly terrified yeah. that if I expressed my needs, he would break up with me again. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I did not want in the entire world was to be without him. Yes. That was the worst thing I could imagine. So I received this breakup letter. I'm like, oh my God. It was literally like, I wish you the best of luck in your life. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) we sort things out. Mm -hmm. We do make slow progress. And so that was in September. I fly over in November and we hang out. And it's not the same as always because there is that like element of we're both rebuilding. Yeah. But we get there. I felt like this is a fresh slate. We were getting along well. We'd addressed our problems. It wasn't perfect, but I was like, cool. We're looking forward. We're making plans. Yeah. Great. Cutting the long story short. Uh, we spent New Year's together, spent my birthday, which is January 2nd together. And then on the 3rd, I flew back to Australia. I flew back being like, thank fuck we sorted that out. Yeah. We're all good now. We've just spent six weeks together. I feel better. And like we actually had developed communication. So some of my issues could start to be addressed again. Yeah. Right. I'm going to pause you right there. Mm-hmm. Relationship out of 10. Relationship prior to September. Mm-hmm. A 10. Yes. Relationship between September and November, yeah, honestly a four mm-hmm. because of how horrible and anxious I felt. Mm-hmm. November to January, like an eight. So cool. overall, I would give it a nine. Cool. Because the relationship as a whole, I honestly regret not a single thing. It was fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just jump straight to the surprise factor, which was a solid ten. <laughs> I'm sitting in a little office doing my little internship editing some vitties for an engineering company. Um, <laughs> and... I am just having a normal conversation with him. Just texting back and forth. Mm-hmm. We're planning like... As international relationships will do. Yeah, we're planning like... I, I remember specifically on this day, I said to him like, I've been thinking about it and like, I think I would be fine with living in the country when we're older. Because up until that point, I was like, I could never live outside a city. Mm. But I was like, we could live in the country when we're older. And his response to that, I don't remember what it was, but it was weird. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, normal conversation. And I was just like, what's going on? He was like, nothing is fine. I was like, what's going on? And he was like, someone in his life had said that he had to break up with me. It was not like someone else that he was dating or anything like that. No, it it wasn't like another relationship. No, it was just someone in his life was like, I says I have to break up with you. 
And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, am I being pranked? Like, what is happening here? And then he says, I have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there, having just got a text from my boyfriend saying that he has to break up with me. This, mind you, was not a breakup. He was just informing me that this third party had said he had to break up with me. And then said he had to go to bed. And then I have to wait. <laughs> uh, he's asleep. I'm very much awake. Having like the biggest panic of my entire life. Mm -hmm. Because it was the sort of message where once I saw it, I was like, okay, it, it's over. If I try and convince him that we don't need to break up, it is going to make his life so hard. Yeah. And then we had a discussion the next morning where I don't remember what led up to it, but it was very clear, like over text that, yep, this third party had basically said that we needed to break up. I had always said to him that if he was in a situation like that, I would not ask him to stay with me because I wouldn't do that to him. And so he was like, I guess that's it then. And I said, if we're breaking up, can you at least Skype me to say goodbye? Mm. Keep in mind... The last time that I'd seen him was in person the morning after my birthday before I flew home. Yeah. And everything was good. And then, like, three weeks later, I am in my room sitting on my couch on Skype and we've just broken up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in that situation, there is nothing you can do. Yeah. I was on the other side of the world. I couldn't... I In my head, it was fucking torture because I was like, if I were there, this would not be happening. Mm -hmm. But there was no way for me to get there. Yeah. What was I to do? So, back to the criteria. Relationship, what did I say? Like a... Nine. A nine. In my heart, it's a ten because it was complicated, but I would do every second of it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like because you had that hiccup and it, like... There was a part of the relationship where you felt you couldn't express your needs and stuff. I feel like that's a nine. Okay. I'll give it a nine. Yeah. Surprise factor. If we could go higher than ten, I would, but we're just sitting here pretty with a big one up. Breakup event. Hmm. The breakup event to me is that final conversation. That Skype conversation was the saddest fucking thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. The real kicker about this breakup yeah. was that neither of us wanted it to happen. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes there are times where like, one of you does want to break up, is a bit reluctant, but is ultimately like, this is for the, for the best. In this situation, it was just the saddest thing in the entire fucking world. And we were both just sobbing. Yeah. And there was one point in this conversation where he was like, just give me a week. I'll sort it out. I'll, I'll fix it. Yeah. And I was like, no. Because you give me a week, it's going to be the worst week of my life. And ultimately, this problem will not go away. Yeah. Just the saddest thing in the entire world. So, breakup event, I would give a 10. Yeah. Because I've ne I just didn't even know that conversation was possible. Yeah. To have something that fucking sad. Especially because you're both so upset. Whereas, yeah. like, with Michael and I, it was like, at least, at least he felt okay. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. was sitting there like, you don't want this. Yeah. And you I don't love want me. this. Yeah. Then what, why? I think that is one of the hardest things that I learned from my first big breakup mm. is that, like... As dramatic as it sounds, love isn't all you need mm. in a relationship. Like, sometimes two people can love each other so, so much, mm. and it doesn't mean that it will work. Even now, six years later, yeah, I'm still like, I don't, like, <laughs> I understand that I love Will now, right? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like such a waste to me that those two people... With that much love. Broke up. Yeah. Not us now. Us now, fine as individuals. For sure, yeah. Doing great. But in that but moment. But those people then, I'm like, it is just the saddest thing in the entire world that those people are not together. You know? I'm sad thinking about it now. <sighs> I did not get the actual explanation as to why we were breaking up for a full year. Yeah. Like, I remember I tried to talk to him. He was like, I'm not ready yet. And I was like, you fucking broke up with me. <laughs> Get ready, son. The first like three months, I'd say I was not functioning. It was really bad. One fun fact about mine. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Yes. yes. Has cold sores. I get cold sores, and <laughs> because that virus is in my body, it apparently makes it capable of just having my entire lower half of my <laughs> face swell up and be covered in sores <laughs> to the point that I couldn't. 
like I had to have everything through a straw for like a week because I couldn't open my mouth. Because you're so upset that your face And I went to the hospital because it was really bad because it didn't look like a normal cold so I'd had colds before not my entire face and mouth swell up and the doctor said that this can happen if you've experienced severe trauma and I had to just be like I just came back from London. Because <laughs> like, I, I had to explain to some guy that you as like a 19-year-old girl have just had your heart broken and now your face is swelling up. <laughs> Honestly, one pro of an international breakup is that I didn't have to see him or anyone looking like that. I stayed in my house like a goddamn deformed goblin that I was. That's true. The next criterion is the aftermath. 10 being a shit show. Mm-hmm. I am going to have to walk through this with you because I don't know. Okay. I would say the main chunk lasted a full year, but mm-hmm. then, no, no, it lasted two years. Yeah, I was going to say It lasted two, two yeah. years. My reaction was to shut down. Yeah. I was not given an explanation. Mm-hmm. He met up with one of my good friends and told her that we were still going to end up together. Mm-hmm. He would not talk to me, despite the fact he ended the relationship. <laughs> yep. I literally considered getting on a plane so many times. The only reason I didn't do that is because I wasn't allowed back in the UK for six months because I'd entered so many times. Yeah. If I had been allowed to get into the UK, I Literally, would have flown yeah. there. I would have taken the train up to his uni and I would have sat outside his building. Dead yeah. ass. Glad I didn't. Thank you to the border control in the UK for making that impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the first three or four months, I literally could not keep down solid food because I was just like grieving so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're, we're two emotional little darlings yeah, over here. <laughs> that's the thing. It was just, it was just a lot. The one thing that would be worse than the pain that I felt then was the idea that I would ever not feel it anymore. Yes. That was yeah. it. Because Cause you're like, but then that means that I'm over it and that we're not going to end up together. Like, that doesn't make sense. That yeah, does not make like, sense that I could ever not love this hard. Yeah. If I ever wake up and I don't feel this pain, then that means that I don't love him properly anymore. The worst idea in the world is that way I would ever not love him anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if I have to live in like fucking absolute agony for the rest of my life i'd prefer that than waking up one day and not caring anymore yeah um just girly things <laughs> i remember i saw him at a party right before we moved in together mm-hmm. so i went to the uk and i just like didn't know how to respond mm-hmm. i was just like hello person who ruined maddie's life <laughs> that's the thing and i wasn't even like fuck this guy i was just so confused yeah in my brain then I just couldn't process how he would be upset and like still have broken up with me. Yeah. Now I still don't really get it, but I've moved on. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the immediate aftermath. Yeah. Then there was the time he sent me like 30 texts in one day out of nowhere. This is after us not having spoken since like the breakup. Yeah. Aftermath out of 10. Counting everything. It's a solid 10. There was a point one year after the breakup where we finally spoke, I think on like FaceTime for the only time. Yeah. And he finally told me a bit of why we actually broke up. Yeah. And then I hung up, walked out of my room into the hallway of our apartment. And wept. I literally scream sobbed on the floor of our hallway for like actually crying like 45 full minutes. Yeah. Because at that point I was like, this is my fault. And I could have prevented it somehow. Yeah. That's a year later. Win, loss, neutral. This is the tricky one. Six months after. Six months after, I won. Cool. Absolutely, I won six months after. Nice, done. One year later was when he told me why we had actually broken up and then I screamed sobbed on my floor and I remember I said to him, but don't you think it's a waste that we're not together still? Because I, in my head, was like, yeah. You lose with that line. Yeah, the final (laughs) twist of this saga comes almost two years post-breakup, right before Fiona and I moved to London, which is where this particular ex uh, is generally located. Had been texting sporadically. We still had the rapport. We still had the banter. It was a good time. And I, in my mind, was like, why is he talking to me if there isn't still something there? Because we weren't friends. That's an important factor. We were not friends before. We are not friends now. We were on good terms. Yeah. But we're not friends. He was talking to me to the point where Fiona and I were like... Is this gonna happen when I yeah? Move is he to like London? still loving? He kept yeah. saying like it's gonna be so good when you move to London. I don't know. He was like, yeah, I will come to your fucking welcome to London drinks. We did a tarot reading, and the tarot reading was like, Mm-mm, all is not as it seems. But we at that point, given the evidence, <laughs> were like, I think not. <laughs> Foolish. Never ignore the tarot card. He traveled multiple hours by train specifically to come to our welcome home to London event. Only then to tell me that he had a crush on someone else. 
Yeah. So I'd say the aftermath of that breakup was a solid fucking 10. I will say though, when you consider the fact that my aftermath with Michael was a 10, I feel like my one with Sammy was a fucking 25. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that he is listening? I don't know. If this were just like a post on social media, mm -hmm. I think he'd come across it. Yeah. I think he checks in. Would he listen to a full hour of a podcast just to get to a bit about himself? I don't know if he would. I don't think he would. But if he is listening, <laughs> what are you going to say? What's good? I hope you've uh, found it enjoyable. If you have, uh, hit me up on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Let me know your review. Leave us five stars. Uh, and that's, that's a message to all of you. Please give us five stars. All of our exes, five stars. And even just listeners, five stars, reviews. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Since we talked so much about our first loves, and also coincidentally, the biggest of the international breakups. Of course. We have two more each, but we will be discussing them solely based on the criteria. So these will go pretty swiftly. Yeah. Doesn't mean they were necessarily unimportant. Mm -hmm. But we understand you have things to do. So next, I'm going to be talking about Drew. Oh god. Relationship, pretty short-lived. Um, I did, I liked him a lot, but I think I just like liking people as well. Yeah. And so I think a bit of that was based on that. Uh, so I'll give the relationship, eh, five, you know. I think one thing I've learned about myself recently is that I really like it when my life feels like a movie. Oh yeah. Um, or a book or a TV show, preferably of the John Green variety. Which and maybe is why the international breakups are such a prevalent theme in our lives. True. Because nothing is quite as cinematic as sobbing your way through an airport. Yes. And so he really fit that. You know, we had a lot of things where I like, it just really fit a John Green novel. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. Surprise factor... Honestly, I would give it a seven. The breakup event you're about to score yes. introduces a very important topic for us. Oh, it does. Which yes. is care packages. Never send them. They're cursed. Yes. And this one is because I sent him a care package for his birthday and we're Skyping on his birthday. It's really cute. And he's opening all these like really carefully picked out items that I've got for him. And then... His housemate comes by and mentions uh, that his new girlfriend's going to be over later for his birthday. It was not me. I wasn't popping over. I was in Australia and he was in London. So surprise factor seven, purely because I had there wasn't as far to fall with it. But I was pretty surprised. Oh, breakup event. Uh, also like a seven because yeah. I wasn't in love enough. We had talked about our future, not in a marriage sense, but like talking about like going away to his family holiday home and stuff like that. Yeah. So like we talked a bit about the future, but not in like the grand sense. Yeah. Uh, so it was a good anecdote, but it wasn't an enormous life changing. No, I was still very upset, but like I wouldn't have cried for more than a week kind of thing. Yeah. Aftermath from one to 10. Aftermath. I honestly... Oh, wait, no, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was. The aftermath, I, I mean, I don't know if I give it a 10 or a 1. It was not sad, so it doesn't get a, you know? Basically, mm -hmm. what happened is I went over, um, and we were friends. We're just friends, and I'm fine, but I actually was fine. Um, and then I befriended his girlfriend, and she was really dope, and I helped them to break up. So <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not out of, like, because I wanted to get with him, because I realized that he was trash and that she deserved so much better. So I would say, like, a one. Win-loss neutral. Very win. easy win. Yeah. Do you think he's listening right now? Nah. No, absolutely not. But if you are... Ugh. Ew. Yeah. Keeping this one short is absolutely for the best. Because <laughs> this is one that is uneven to the highest degree. <laughs> I think, can I, can I say something to set the tone for this? Sure. The point that this was one-sided is I love a good scheme. I love a get the boy back scenario. Yeah. Or just get the boy scenario. Who would say in this one? <laughs> I'm sorry. I initially had him at one point or he would not be on this list. Um, <laughs> and it got to the point where after... <laughs> So many months of Maddie making me scheme for her to get, <laughs> to get this guy back. I literally had to set a deadline. I sat her down during one of our business meetings and said, Maddie, if you haven't got him by August, I'm not going to scheme with you anymore. And yeah. I will not support. Yeah, I was like, I can't plan. humor this anymore. You have a deadline. Get him by then. And I'll be happy for you. If you don't, I'm so fucking done. <laughs> 
In the end, I ended up dating Will that August, so... Yay, it ended. (laughs) Relationship score for this one, I would give... (laughs) Okay. The backstory of this is that there was a guy who I knew, who I had thought was hot since, like, the second I saw him. Uh Uh-huh. Then, we miraculously both got dumped by long-term partners within, like, two days of each other. Mm -hmm. We then bonded over that and decided to, with other friends, go on a little trip together. Uh, On this trip, we hooked up. My plan was that we would hook up, it'd be fine, I'd then come back to Melbourne and probably date Will. Yeah. That did not end up happening. What ended up happening was that we had a very... Very intense two weeks together, at the end of which we decided not to do long distance, but then continued to be, like, not not dating for, like, a month after. And then he was like, okay, we're officially, like, not dating. And then I was sad about it for (laughs) two years? Six years? (laughs) (laughs) So, actual relationship, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. Because there's one for each week and then a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, Vector! Honestly. (laughs) For what? (laughs) What is the breakup in this situation? (laughs) This dragon. Surprise factor that you didn't end up together. The surprise that we didn't end up together eventually? Yeah. Like a nine. Because the universe kept fucking bringing this back. Every time I tried to close the door. Was it the universe bringing it back? Or was it you jumping on a plane to visit him? (laughs) That brought it back. Okay, no las dos. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, this first of all, was never an actual breakup. No. I definitely processed it as a very bad breakup. I will say, at one point, as I slightly alluded to before, at one point Maddie did get on a plane to go visit him, which to be fair- One point? No, but like that one trip. The that, one that I used the moon cult for. Yeah, that we happen, used the moon yeah. cult for. And I did fully support that mm-hmm. as a member of the moon cult. Yeah. Um, but that does raise one of our very valid points of just don't get on a plane to see them after a breakup. Don't. Just don't do it. Don't do Maddie it. had- UK border security stopping her the first time. She didn't have that the second time. For the surprise factor, I don't even know what. I think. I think. You know what? I'm going to give it for you Mm -hmm. a six. Yeah, because it had so much promise. Yeah, because that initial (laughs) two weeks that I've carried with me (laughs) ever since. (laughs) Like, just to be very clear here. What's going to help this? No, I'm just trying to really illustrate for these guys. We're not joking here. This thing lasted for two weeks. The maybe we're like not not dating lasted for maximum a month. And then I was just like really fucking in love with him until I started dating Will. And I've told him this. He knows everything. Literally, when Will and I were about to start dating, I did not say yes to dating him until I could conclusively in my own head say that I would not choose this fucking guy over Will. Yeah. That was my final hurdle. And that was a full... (laughs) How many years? Like three. Three years later. Oh my god. I'm not even joking. And the thing is, this guy and I are friends. The majority of the time that we've known each other, we have just been friends. Mm. And we've hung out certain times where we've just been friends. Yeah. And it's been fine. But for whatever fucking reason, yeah, it just... Just stuck with you. It really did. So, relationship three. Yeah. Surprise six, because it was great. Yeah. That beautiful two weeks, six years ago. <laughs> was but also, like, you both, like, work as people. It like, it's sense. not going to be like, oh, yeah. whoa, you guys end up together. It's like, it, that makes sense as a relationship. But it's also like, we are, we are very good friends. Maybe that was just confusing, because we also did just make out. Fair. Who knows? Um, breakup event, I'm going to give... Uh, Zero. There wasn't mm, one. Well, I cried on a bus. <laughs> We've all cried on buses. Yeah, but maybe. I cried for a long time on the bus. Did yeah. I? Or did I just listen to Justin Timberlake on repeat for like six hours? Look, you can. I'll get. Well, you can have two. Yeah. The aftermath, however, it's hard to score this one because it literally it wasn't a breakup. It was just three years of my life. Yeah. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. Yeah. 
<laughs> the moment we say it now. His mom knew. All our mutual friends knew. I mean, his family supported it. <laughs> there were weird little pockets in there yeah, yeah, where yeah, I did yeah. accept yeah. we're just friends and I fucking loved it. Yeah. But then sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Actually, it wasn't even fucking sneaky, sneaky, sneaky because the last <laughs> time that I went to hang out with him and I was like, we're just friends. This is great. Having a great time with my friend. Mm-hmm. He kissed me. Mm-hmm. And it was a full moon eclipse. Anyway. Anyway. The aftermath. You know what? You get an eight for that. It's an eight because it wasn't dramatic. In the, oh, well, there were dramatic moments, but it dragged out for so long that it was a non-event. Yeah. It was just a way of living for a very sad three years. <laughs> but I wrote some great shit about it. You did. So, there we go. Uh, win, loss, neutral. I'm going to give myself a solid L for that one. Oh, I thought I could give yourself a win. I was no. like, oh, Absolutely man. not. Because he got over it within like a month. And then yes. well, actually he had a hard time, but not because of the breakup. No. Because time's life. got tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I lost that so fucking hard. <laughs> but I'd do it all over again, baby. <laughs> do you think he's listening? I hope not. Because this... <laughs> well, this is the thing, because... We've never addressed it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, we just went back to being friends. Mm-hmm. And then we made out that one time. And then he was mean to me the next day. Yeah. And then we went on a really fun road trip. And yeah. then we've never spoken about it again. Well, um, if he is listening. If you are listening. Hey. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> if he is listening. I say, what's good? I'm sorry we have not spoken in a while. Uh, I view us as friends now. <laughs> <laughs> like stress i'm not stressed because it's literally like one of my identifying life facts is just that it is so who gives a fuck like if you're listening what's good let's chat yep good pals all right shall i do mine yeah oh my god jesus christ i'm not emotionally prepared to do this one can i just say though are you proud of me for so quickly giving myself a loss on that one yeah i'm really proud of you thank you now oh god I need to collect myself for a moment. Fuck's sake. Oh my god. Okay. I need I think this relationship deserves its own episode at some point. Not its own like full episode, but the bullshittery that went on. Yeah. What happened is another technical not relationship, but it's almost like we're crazy and really project. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we have Cabin Fever podcast. <laughs> Rate it five um, stars, especially if you're an ex. <laughs> so. Or a current girlfriend of an ex. Nah. No one who's dating any of my exes would give a fuck about no, me. No, they wouldn't care. <laughs> and if they do, you're honestly crazy than us and welcome. Yeah, fucking welcome. We'd get along. Yeah. This relationship was... Holy shit. Um, essentially, for a good... Year and a half. I think yeah. it was actually nearly two years. It was it was on the upper side of a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, we would talk every single day. We would call for several hours a day. We'd talk about our future. We'd talk mm-hmm. about the details of our wedding, um, where he would like send me things for a Pinterest board. We would talk about all these really romantic things that we wanted to do together. He would tell me how his bed feels empty without me. That he missed you every day. Every single day it would be like why he misses me and that he's absolutely crazy about me. And the important thing to note is that when it was me and the last guy I talked about, the whole time Fiona was, when I would be batshit nuts, she would tell me. Yeah. We're like, go for it if you want, but here's the real situation as I see it. Yes. With this guy, we went through... Every single thing. Yeah. And we're like, is there any way we're misreading this? And there wasn't. There literally isn't. Even, like, his best friends were like, oh, yeah, like, he's in love with you. And if, like, if they said, oh, how are you and Tofa going? Great name that we picked there. How are you and Tofa going? I'd be like, oh, we're not actually dating. They're like, oh, God, like, that sucks. Like, is he doing okay because he's so in love with you? And I'd be like, oh, actually, we're not dating. Yep, that's the kicker, listener. We weren't dating because he thought we were just friends. And it was the most, like, it was the weirdest two years. I'm just going to say two years. Because most of the time, we would be getting along as this absolute fucking couple that we were. Yeah, and it wasn't the sort of thing where, like, you just got along really well and you projected more. 
We have no. gone back through this shit. We went through some of these messages today and we're like, this was not reading into anything. No. We act like we're in a relationship and we talk like we're in a relationship and like he wasn't dating other people because of me. Me on the other hand. Hmm. Um, <laughs> at one point it got so bad that I was like, this is breaking my heart because he like literally went to hang out with a friend who was a girl and I was like, my heart was breaking. I felt literally sick. And I was like, I need to get over this guy because if we're not together, we're not together. I need to get over it. I made his contact in my phone. Do not just like, do not reply with all these red exclamation marks. Yeah. And he would be messaging all day, every day saying he misses me. He loves me. Uh, anyway. So that was the relationship. So the relationship, honey, you get like a, a zero. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was such a roller coaster. In the parts where it was amazing, it was really good, but we know it was entirely false. Yeah. And like to the extent where it's like, what is wrong with you? Relationship zero. Jesus. Um, Shock factor. This is a tricky one. All the fuckery leading up to it, you'd think it's not a surprise. But when you go through that long of having someone pretend basically you're a surrogate girlfriend yes it there is still a, it's it's not so much a shock as disbelief the breakup happened because he kept on like you know playing with my feelings and all of that and then he said he was like about to start seeing this girl like i remember he was like i like her or like we're about to be in a relationship or whatever he said something and i said look this is honestly the final straw I will not be, to, to make clear the level of <laughs> not relationship we were in, I had bought him tickets to go to Paris to see his favorite band for his birthday. Mm-hmm. That, just like pals do. And like you would talk about like sexual shit. Oh yeah. And like oh, yeah. the future. And that's the sort of thing where it's like, what is happening? And it got yeah. to the point where you'd have these conversations so many times of saying, if we're just friends, I'm fine with that, but we can't talk the way we do. And what you said to him when he said he was going to see this other girl was, categorically we can be friends but we cannot continue to talk the way we do yeah because it's like and i was like even if it's okay for her to have you talking to someone like this it is fucking with my feelings too much and the way i described it at the time is i at that time i made it so clear this is not happening i will not be speaking to you romantically or sexually anymore like i absolutely categorically will not do this anymore but i will still be your friend but i'll still be your friend and he took that as Ta-ta. Bye. I was like a tube of toothpaste. And he had just like squeezed the final last drop out. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. So the shock factor, the shock factor that it ended, I'll let it be a 7.5. Mm. Oh, no, but no, by the time it happened. By the time it happened, it was literally like a three. fucking three maximum. Yeah. However, the disbelief factor of like comparing what you were experiencing to the outcome is insane. Is huge. Yeah. So breakup event. You was... get three. Cause and also I was so done at that point. I yeah. was like, bye. Aftermath, <laughs> I would give eh. a fucking zero because there wasn't any. Because no. he just stopped talking to yeah. you. Yeah. I was the one to be like, this is fucking done. And then he took that and really ran with it and did yeah. not speak to me. But by the time I got to that point, I was done like i was not invested at all Mm -hmm. because he had just squeezed every little part of that toothpaste tube out yeah what's interesting about this is that this is an international breakup in quotes that happened when you moved closer yeah so that's a it's unique in that way but do you remember as well because we were like oh when i move over that's when it will all kick off and we'll be together forever remember what we told you about the tarot cards earlier on when we did another reading and it predicted pretty much exactly what happened yeah. in this situation when we personally couldn't imagine that being the outcome. No. So yeah, aftermath zero and a solid win. There is literally no question. Oh my God. Yeah. If you guys we're not going to go in. No, we're not going to go into it, but like, God, I won. And if you're listening, you don't get a message <laughs> next. The final one. And this one is unique because remember earlier when I said that I've never in my life had a relationship where I lived in the same hemisphere as someone, but not the same house. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the tale of the time that I tried to date someone who lived 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. First time I ever went on Tinder. First person I talked to. Went on a date. Yeah. He was great. He was great. It was a really fun time. One of the only people I've ever met who I think may be smarter than me. The actual relationship, in quotes, lasted yeah. six weeks. Yeah. A month, six weeks. 
But quality-wise, honestly, a 10. And I would say for your development as well, because your typical style is find someone and latch to them. Whereas like you going out on Tinder and stuff, like mm-hmm. that was a step forward. I'm so proud of you. Good. Hashtag proud of you. And he was someone that I didn't know. I could have gotten murdered, but I didn't. Yeah. And like just if that relationship had, had kept going, mm. it would have been really good. Yeah. However, the surprise factor on this one. <laughs> this is the kicker where it's like, there is a curse. All of my relationships have a long distance element. Even Will. We started, we knew each other from uni, but we started dating when we lived in different countries. Yeah. This guy that I started dating lived 10 minutes away from us. Within the first month of us dating and it going really well, he out of nowhere got moved by his job from (laughs) London to New York. (laughs) Out of nowhere. Within a week, it went from, cool, this is actually really interesting. We're seeing where it's going. I have an interview for a job. I got the job. I am gone. Yeah. It was that fast. So shock factor, shock of like the New York thing happening was a 10. Yeah. The night before he left for New York, because we didn't like know whether we were going to try and do long distance or not. Yeah, because it was still quite new. And like London to New York is honestly not that far. Yeah. And also it was Maddie's first time doing like a somewhat normal relationship. So she wasn't already being like, we're together forever. She was just like, oh, this is a normal pace. It would suck if we... Couldn't do this because it's going really well, but whatever. Yeah. He took me out to dinner. It was, like, really cute. This is the night before he left. Yeah. And then he was just like, yeah, no, we, I can't do long distance. Like, it's just something that I personally can't do. Yeah. No. I would say that that was, like, a five because it was 50-50, yes or no. And also because it was so new and he was, like, a normal person and not someone that I had, like, really attached myself to immediately. It was, like, sad and shit that it happened, but... What are you going to do? Be like, yeah, we're in a long distance relationship after knowing each other a month. Yeah. I would do that with other people. I have done that with other people. Yes. But in this instance, I was a little more You're logical. You're being very normal. And it was very, Thank very, you. very proud of you. Oh, the breakup event was actually very movie-esque. It was very nice. Yeah. Spent the night together, hung out, went home in like a sunrise Uber and then went to work. It was so dramatic. It wasn't, it wasn't a breakup. Yeah. I would give it, I would give it a three because it was sad, but it wasn't a breakup. Yeah. Uh, the aftermath was confusing because we did have that weird resurgence where he like came and stayed but i barely i barely on an emotional level it didn't really register again i'd give that a three yeah win loss neutral i would give that a genuine neutral yeah uh is he listening probably not don't think so. probably not if you are listening what's good hey hope new york's good yeah well wasn't that a journey so (laughs) We are both feeling incredibly drained, so we're not going to run you through anything else today because I think no. all of us just need to go have a nice drink of water and lie down and probably write in our diary. Honestly, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting the people, what if they've been holding their breath the whole time it's been happening? Hmm. Well, you can breathe out now, hon. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap this up, We have got a handy-dandy list of do's and don'ts if you are ever to encounter your own international breakup. And these do's and don'ts can be found in a shareable infographic form on our Instagram at HeyCabinFever. Which is honestly, Maddie's been working on the branding and it looks dope. Thank you. My favorite thing about podcasts is my signature style for a podcast is come on and talk and plan it. But don't do any of the behind the scenes work. So thank you, Maddie, for doing all of that. So our do's and don'ts, which you can also find on our Instagram, are... First, don't. Send care packages ever cursed. They are definitely cursed. Fiona sent a care package that you heard about that he opened literally during the breakup. (laughs) Right before my breakup, I'd sent a huge care package off. Did he ever get it? Did he open it? Did he throw it all out? That should be your message to him. Yes. If you're listening to this, we've given you the pseudonym Samuel, but you fucking know who you are. Please just fucking (laughs) just WhatsApp me and let me know if you ever opened that care package because I think about that. She thinks about it a lot. Do... Get progressively hotter. Which is honestly so much easier when you're in a long distance breakup. Mm-hmm. Don't fly to the country they are in. Maddie learned that one the hardy hard hard way. I sure did. I never had to learn it because I've been broke. <laughs> Do. Write a journal of unsendable letters to get your feelings out. Just writing your feelings down in general. Yeah, but I found that the, the letters really helped because like I said in the first breakup, uh, that's the only one where I've actually done this. He would not speak to me. I had a lot to say. You get closure that you wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah. Some of them are really angry. Some of them are really sad. I've got them in a nice notebook and I do not read them. Nice. Don't immediately get into another difficult long distance entanglement. 
My second one came six months after the first one, and then it was a, just a very confusing dance betwixt the two for me for the next several years. <laughs> Do immediately get into another difficult long distance entanglement. Just keeps it fresh. We live for the drama of it. We sure do. Don't. Boycott their entire country or refuse to accept or make plans for where you actually are. This one is so important because a lot of the time, I mean, every time when you're in a long-distance relationship, you are making long-term plans that might not involve where you are right now. Yeah. Like you might be planning to move to a different country together or move. you might be planning to move to their country. Hmm. And so if you, one, boycott the country you, they get to own it and fuck that. Like if you're dating someone from Wales and then you decide to never go to Wales gangs of all the memories, no, they don't own Wales. Go back to Wales, have a good time. Yeah, conversely, no. do not refuse to accept where you actually are. For instance, I was planning to move to England. I did eventually move to England, but... <laughs> <laughs> but not to be in that relationship. Yeah, I moved, but it was several years later. And in the meantime, I made plans and continued my life in Australia. Yes. Because nothing's going to make you miserable faster than refusing to be happy where yeah. you are. Do use the distance to your advantage scheme-wise. Honestly, I did this one with Riley, and now we're engaged. And the final don't is ignore the tarot cards. Oh my god, we Never, don't. ever, ever ignore the tarot cards. Anytime we have gone against the tarot cards' advice, it's been a bad idea. Many times we thought something would work out, and the tarot cards were like, it's not gonna, and we were like, eh. It's weird how the tarot cards are right every other time, but not this time. Oh, well. That's right. And the final do is get a kooky roomie and start a cult. Spoiler, that's all we did in case you haven't figured that one out. The last note we've got is sad fake Christmas, which is an undecided coping mechanism. We don't know whether sad fake Christmas is good or bad. Yeah. We had a sad fake Christmas. I don't think it was sad. I had a good time. Basically, everyone was reuniting at summer in the city. So in August, we just made Christmas in our apartment. We literally <laughs> tweeted the whole time that we were sad. We were definitely sad. I've forgotten that bit. That is the end of episode one for a special little treaty weedy for you guys. Oh, I hated that. I hated it. <laughs> Don't speak again. Could you hear the smile in my voice? In case you can't get enough of us. Head over to our Instagram at HeyCabinFever. We will be posting landscapes or other personless photos from each of the relationships we've <laughs> talked about today. We'll also be uh, posting a shareable little graphic of the do's and don'ts, along with most likely some images and videos of how we personally coped with each of these breakups. Some archival footage, if you will. Okay. So any of our exes listening, what's good? Feel free to send in a submission. <laughs> to wrap up this episode, I no, have a special... No, no. Yes. <sighs> Do you know what it is? I know what it is. You just scrolled up so I wouldn't see it, but I know what it is and I refuse to listen to it. Okay, that's fine. You can block yours if people need to know. I've got a special quote to leave us all with. This um, really inspired me earlier today. Fuck you. I when we this. were watching a video where a boy was reading bits of Jake Paul's book. And this particular quote really hit me. I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. Some days your underwear sticks in your butt crack. Pick it out, laugh it off, and get going again. Thank you. I cannot believe we're Leave us a that. review. If I have managed to even upload this to a single platform, please, God, give us five stars and a glowing review. Yep. Because that really helps us out. That's it. We both need to go to bed. Good enough. Moi moi. Fairly well. Thank you. <laughs>